Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. God bless all of you wonderful people that are here today. We're certainly glad to be in the house of the Lord. Truly God is good and he's worthy, worthy to be praised. I tell you, it's just a blessing just to be in the land of the living, uh, especially when so much is going on. Robbing, stealing, and drive-by, the, the shooting, as you name it, it's going on. But God is keeping us, and I'm I'm grateful. I'm thankful today for that. Just just to be alive uh, in the land of the living uh, and not in the hospital or confined somewhere, it's nothing, nothing but a blessing from God. Well, you have your word. We're going to get right into the word of the Lord on today. I thank God for a beautiful day outside. We, Lord bless us. We got the showers. We got the rain. and Amen. Made the flowers bloom and the grass grow. And we just thank God for it all. Amen. We needed it. Somebody needed it and somebody didn't want it. But God knows, amen, what we need in these last and evil days. But, you know, much prayer is desired. We got to pray for one for another. So much is going on, my brother. So much is going on, my sister, and our world, we are, we're stressed out. We don't know how much more we can take. All of us are stretched uh, beyond measures, and I pray God will uh, give you the strength uh, to hold on in these last and evil days because uh, the worst is yet to come. And so it's just right now, it's praying time. Everybody can agree to that, amen? It's really praying time. Amen. And bills are pressing. Everything is going up. Everything on lights going up. The rent going up. Gas going up. Grocery going up. Everything going up. Amen. And so these are pressing times. And uh, we are stretched. Stretched. Uh, beyond measure. How much more can we take? God knows. Amen. So we pray that God will give us the strength that we need to endure uh, what the world uh, is putting upon us Amen You know when the children of Israel When they was uh, oppressed to a certain point And they cried out to God And God had to come and see about them Right Amen That's when he sent Moses down there That's all I can take Moses going down there Deliver them Bring them out Set them free Amen When when it get to a point And God see Somebody say he sits high But he look low And I believe with all my heart That God is in control the, the devil want to be in control But I believe God is in control of this world and He's in control of my life Well, I want to talk to you today um, About just a subject matter Very controversial subject And the subject is uh, How can you know You are a child of God How can you know You know, I heard people say uh, Use the phrase to say We all God's children We all are God's children and uh, and uh, I, we, I heard songs, you heard them. We are the world. We are, you know how the language go. We are something. And uh, we're trying to make this world a better place. Uh, 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 hopefully we can make it a better place. But the question is, uh, a man said the other day, a preacher, uh, a well-known preacher, uh, uh, he's made the statement, we all are God's children. All of us, you and I, red, white, 
black and blue, green, you name the color, we all are God's children. Is that right? We all God's children. Well, we're going to find out today, are we all God's children? Is that all right? So I like to go to the word. Now, as I told you Sunday before last, I said, well, I'm, I'm going to get in the word and give you the word, teach you the word. And I, I don't have a hoop or don't have a holler. I'm not trying to make you shout and run around the church. All that's good and fine if you feel like doing that because I don't, I don't know your story. And if you feel like shouting, shout. If you feel like running, run. And, uh, and some of us will catch up with you. Uh, but but I, I don't preach. I don't preach to that extent. Amen. And sometimes if the word is good to you, just raise your hand and tell the Lord, thank you. Amen. Somebody. Amen. But we don't we don't preach and hoop to try to get or get you to do that. But you do that because the word is just so good to your soul. Uh, now, uh, uh, how do you know? How can you know if you walk up to somebody and say, are you a child of God? I said, well, I, I think I'm his child. Uh, just try it sometime. Ask people. And sometimes people have done so much wrong, uh, they might not, they might be in a little doubt themselves. Well, uh, I, he, he made us. I think I'm his child. But we have to know as Christian, as saints of God, you should know whether or not you are a child of God. But you're on a shot of a doubt. And hopefully when we leave today, everybody, everybody, it'll be clear and everybody will know whether they are a child of God or whether they are not. So how can you know you're a child of God? Now, the answer to that is, is, is everybody, the question is, is everybody a child of God? The answer is no. The answer is no. Everybody not a child of God. They said, well, how can that be? We'll show you in the scripture. Everybody is not a child of God. Okay? Let's find out what the Lord said about it. All right? We need to know. How do you know? How do you know you're a child of God? It's in the Bible. I mean, and it is in the Bible. Plain, just in black and white, and you, you can't miss it. It, it. It's so plain, it's a blind man can see it. And so today, well, we don't have a blind man here today, but, but we have some people all over the world that's spiritually blind to even make statements like that. All, everybody is God's children. Everybody, they are not God's child. Let's take a look at the word of the Lord. How can you know, Brother Johnson? I'm going to show you. You got your word. Turn with me to the book of uh, 1 John. 1 John, the third chapter. Now, when I think about uh, are we all God's children? I want to use this analogy if I may. Now, we all have seen the TV programs where they say uh, whether, 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 whether the, uh, the parent uh, are there, uh, the two parents, the mom and the dad is there, and uh, they may show pictures of the child. And so they go into court trying to find out who is the father. Y'all have seen it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Who is the father? And so uh, sometimes, many cases, it can go either way. Uh, the, the, the father that's there, he really wanted to be the father, and sometimes he get the news that he's not. The judge come back after the test to go through, and then they pause for a minute, and they said, well, we've done the, done the lab work and everything, and Mr. So-and-so, uh, you are the father. And then just a sigh of relief go forth. Well, I thought I was. I thought I was a father. And, 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 and sometimes even mom may be a little bit in doubt 
that he was a father because she, she may have been living a promiscuous lifestyle and, and she sometimes don't know who the father is herself. And so uh, when it came out that he, he is the father, he was relieved. And sometimes come out, he, he is the father, he's sad because now you got to take care of it. He's yours, you got to take care of him, right? All right. And, and then they'll come back and say he's not the father. It, 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 it have, the report has came back both ways. He is and he is not. So when I was thinking about that, a father, when you, if you think about the difference between the, a father and a daddy, I've heard people say, I've heard folks in church pray, uh, I, and I, I, I wouldn't dare pray a prayer like that. Would they be praying a prayer? I heard folks today be praying, oh, Daddy God, Lord, we thank you. Daddy God, God, we thank you, Daddy God. I, I don't call God my daddy. God is not my daddy. He's my father. And so people get so relaxed in church and in their worship and in praising God and doing, sometimes they do it through ignorance. I won't say maybe all of it is done through ignorance. But, but God, the Lord Jesus Christ, did not teach his disciples to pray using the phrase, Daddy God. Now, there is a difference between a father and a daddy. Now, if you look it up in Google, Google, thank God for Google. Y'all can Google anything you want to and find out some information. Now, if, if you look at Google, it'll tell you the difference between the difference between a daddy and a father. Uh, a father may be uh, your, your biological dad who maybe who, who who created you, brought you into the world. Y'all follow me? But a daddy is is, is can be anybody. Uh, is earned through work and providing uh, clothes and food and shelter. You say that's my daddy. He took care of me. Well, this man over here may be the father, but he neglected me. Am I making sense up in here? He may be my father, but he has neglected me. He, 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 he abandoned the family. He will not provide. He wouldn't uh, uh, take care of us. Y'all follow where I'm going? Okay. He may be the father, but he don't have to be. He may not be. The, he may be the father, but he's not the daddy. He's not doing what he should do. He's not taking care of home. And so there's a difference between the father and the daddy because, uh, see, the, the, the daddy is one that can provide for a family, and a father can be whoever brought you into this world. So when I, when I pray to God, Jesus told us to pray, Father God, he created us in his image. He made us and brought us into this world. But as we are, we are in this world, who's going to take care of this child? Who's going to take care of this boy, this family, this family right here? The daddy, the man that's going to provide. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So Jesus often referred to the heavenly father. He said, our father which art in heaven. Now, uh, is everybody, I want to talk just a little bit today about, is everybody a child of God? The answer is absolutely no. Everybody's not a child of God. Now, the answer is God created all of us, yes. He created everybody, created the universe. So we are God creation, but God do not accept everybody to be his child. Why? Because sin has entered into the world and has distorted and messed up everything now. And God is not everybody's father. Let's see what the word says. Brother, let's see what the word says. 
Somehow, some of y'all might be in doubt about it right now. Uh, first John, the third chapter. First John, the third chapter. Amen. Looking at verse number eight. Check this out. He that committed sin is of the devil. Uh-oh. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was made known, manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse number nine. Whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. God's seed remain in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. So when God's seed is in you, 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 you don't have the desire to do wrong because the sin of God, the seed of God, remain in you. Now verse number 10, check this out. In this example right here, in this, the children of God are manifest, made known, and the children of the devil. Now, now there it is right there. God has some children, and the devil got some too. Y'all follow along with me? All of us are not the children of God. Some of us are God's children, and some of them are the children of the devil. Can somebody say amen up in here? So the question is, we all are God's children. Absolutely not so. Some folk belong to the devil. I know God created us, but all of us are not God's children. I thank God today that you are his children. I thank God today that I'm his child, amen, because I'm going to show you what makes us his children as we go forward. And so he said right here uh, in verse number 10, for, for in this is manifest made known the children of God and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not doeth righteousness, you see, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth his brother. So this is this is what defines us between uh, uh, being uh, uh, God's child and and the child of the devil is because we love God. We love God. We've been born again. And so he said right here, they're, they're the children of God and the children of the devil. So don't you think for one moment that we all are God's children? Look, the, the devil got a whole lot of children. And the children of, of the devil is operating too. They're in this world. They're operating. They're everywhere. Amen, somebody. I think I don't want I don't say I don't belong to you. I want I don't want any parts of you. How can you know that you are a child of God? Amen. Thank you, Lord. How can you know? I know because uh, God's seed, God's spirit is in me, and it, and it remains within me, and it causes me not to have the desires of the world. Amen. Now, let's go just a little bit further. We're just going to walk with just a little bit. All right? Is everybody God's child? No. No, no. Thank God. Thank God that you are a child of God. Amen, somebody. But how can you know now? He's going to show us how we can know. But let me show you something. The devil has messed things up so bad. Amen, I tell you. Look at the in the book of Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. Everybody's not a child of God, but everybody should be a child of God. Everybody should, should want to be a child of God. Everybody needs to be a child of God because he created us. 
1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, and look at verse number 13, we'll see the word of the Lord saying right here, for such are false apostles. See, the devil is so, it, it, the devil is, is, is just angry, y'all. He, he's out here, and you got to know that there's a right, there's a wrong. You must know that there's a true and there's a false in everything. Just the other day, just the other day, y'all probably heard about it. I know you did. Uh, you, you know, the devil, they robbed the churches now. I mean, they will come up in the church and rob the church. Take your jewelry, take your money, take everything. Just rob the church. Just the other day, we all heard on the news that, I think it was in New York City, I believe it was, that these folks, they went inside the church and, and robbed the church and went up to the pulpit and robbed the pastor. Took the jury off the pastor and went on back out the church door. We living in some terrible times, y'all. If the devil come up in the church. But now, but now, even with that, now I, I know times are bad. Churches need security, and we have to be careful. But even with that being said, let me let me let me throw this at y'all. I'm gonna show you something. The devil went up in the church, looked like he went straight to the pulpit. And he took the jury and the diamonds off the pastor. After it was all over, they got it. They went back out. Well, uh, after they filed a police report, they said that uh, uh, how much jury and gold that they stole from the pastor, it was worth over a million dollars. So the word went out, why would a man have on a million dollars worth of gold and silver jewelry and, and diamonds up in a church anyway? Why would you wear that to church? Sometimes we, we, we bring things on ourselves. Now, now, what is wrong to be robbed because it's yours. But look, why would anybody walk around with that much jewelry on? Am I making sense to anybody? Sometimes we can be a stumbling block for folk that can't see God for looking at you. I mean, all that gold around your neck, all that silver and gold and diamond, that's too much for anybody to be wearing. Anybody in the right mind will be afraid to go out in public like that without having security on. I tell you, I wouldn't wear it. And him being a man of God, he should know better. Because when folk come to your church, they've come to see God and not you. So it let me know one thing. He lifted up in a whole lot of pride. And this is why uh, he's saying right here, for such are false apostles. Y'all see it? Yes. False are, they're, they're out there now. A real man of God will not carry himself like that. Amen. A real woman of God will not carry herself like that because they, won't, they do not want to be a stumbling block for any of God's people. Right. I wouldn't do anything knowingly that it would cause you to have a problem serving God. Because, see, I want you to see Jesus. Can somebody say amen right there? I want you to see Jesus and not see Brother Johnson. Because it's all about him and not about me. But people nowadays, everybody want to draw attention to themselves. We're going the wrong way, y'all. Our, our world is in trouble. And we got to have a pastor who will stand up and not afraid to, 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 to deal with these things. And, you know, and, and not be afraid that uh, uh, somebody's going to talk about you, you lose members and all that kind of stuff. People just will not touch anything nowadays. To be silent is, is, is to be equally uh, joined together at the hip within the sin or the crime. Somebody say, see something, say something. 
If you don't say nothing, you just as guilty. Well, it ain't my business. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That what got Cain and Abel in trouble when the Lord told Cain. He said, where are your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? We all are our brother's keeper. We got to help one another, keep up with one another. You just can't mind. Well, I just mind my business. My, brother James, your business is that I, I, that I be straight. Ain't no way in the world my pastor cannot wear that kind of jewelry. I don't know about you. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I'm talking about my pastor cannot have a million dollars worth of gold and jewelry on in the pulpit preaching to me. Unless I'm into the same thing he into. <laughs> Can y'all say amen up in here? Now, if you into the same thing he into, you don't mind. Oh, pal, look at all that gold around Pastor Nick. Gold chains over here, man. I don't know how he stand up with it all on. That could be pretty heavy, right? So what I'm saying is I don't want to do anything that causes you not to be able to see God. And, and, and a real man of God and a real woman of God will feel the same way. So sometimes we bring things on ourselves. Now, if a man, if he come up here and rob me, he, he ain't going to get very much. I ain't even got a ring on. Since John get on me sometime about wearing a ring. Sometimes all the work I be doing, and it probably is, I said, it's just going to get beat up. Man, I be working on cars and lawn mowers and every, all the stuff I be doing with a hammer and stuff. The rent, if it's a nice rent, it's going to get beat up and scratched up a lot. And sometimes I forget to slip it on on Sunday when I put my clean clothes on. And so he won't get very much if he robbed me. If he get $10 of it, because I, I ain't got nothing but this debit card. <laughs> Y'all listen to That's all I got, this debit card. There ain't much he can do with that. And so we got to be careful. Is everybody a child of God? No. How can you know by the word? But listen to what he said right here. We got to watch ourselves for such are false apostles. Y'all see it? And and, and, and then he goes on saying deceitful workers. See, a lot of these folks out here, the preachers and teachers and everything, a lot of them are deceitful workers. And then notice what he said, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They're transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They act like they're Christ's apostle, but they're not. They're not, God's, they're not God's leader. And you have to know this. You have to know these things. They are not God's leader because of the way they, they carry themselves. Some people, they out here, they out, they, it's for the almighty dollar. Some of these pastors, they, they peddling and doing things, they, it's for the almighty God, dollar. That's all it's for. They're not worried about your soul. You can do anything you want to do. They, they, just, as long as you bring your money, drop it in the bucket. They worry about the bucket. They ain't worried about all that stuff. Man, I don't, I don't mess with that stuff right there. Uh, you know, because it, it'll affect my offering. I, don't, I can't say nothing about all that. Because it's affect, it affects the money coming in the church. See, if you about God, you preach. See, one thing about if all the preachers, if they had enough God in them to stand up and preach the truth, amen, the truth can go forth and all the churches can be full. But no, the problem is we, they got people got so many choices. Well, one over here stand for the truth. People will leave here and go over there to a discount church where he won't say nothing about nothing. And that's what happens. See, though, they saying nothing. Them discount church ain't going to say nothing about nothing, and they full. Well, here a man who's standing truth, it just might be him and just a few others. But if everybody stood up, there would be nowhere to go, and people would have to accept the word of God if they want to be saved. That makes sense to anybody? There are too many choices when it comes down to churches. 
Because you can flee one and go to another. For such are deceitful workers, uh, transforming themselves into the apostle Christ. In verse 14, check this out. And, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Don't y'all know the devil, he dressed up just like God's folks. Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. He want to appear that he, he, he's an angel of God, but he's the devil undercover. A wolf disguised in sheep clothing. Don't let him fool you. You got to be able to see through all this stuff. Amen. So Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, oh, check this out, coming on down to the pulpit. Therefore, it is no great thing if his minister, oh, you mean he got minister? Yes, sir. There's no great thing that his minister also be transformed as the minister of righteousness. They act just like the real deal. Satan, he act like an angel. Look like an angel, and his preachers look and act like the preachers of God, the preachers of righteousness. But how do you know? See, you won't know the difference until they start talking. All you got to do is just follow them. Just, let, let, just listen to them. And then, then they, they speech began to betray him. One man was up here reading the Bible. This, this same false prophet that had all that jury on up in the church was, was reading something in the Bible, and he quoted a scripture, and folk looked the scripture up, and it wasn't even there what he quoted. He just made up something. Ain't nobody going to shake behind him. Ain't nobody going to look at nothing. He just quote up something. Over in Jeremiah 2.14, it said, so-and-so, so-and-so. Ain't nobody going to look at Jeremiah 2.14 just because he said it. They're going to take it. Yeah. Amen. But notice, uh, we, 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 how we know that we are a child of God, amen, because we got God on the inside of us. Therefore, no great thing that his minister be transformed to the minister of righteousness, but check this out, whose end shall be according to their works. They're going to get their, their just reward. Amen. All of them that's not really standing up for the Lord, they're going to get their just reward. Come on, let's move on just a little bit further. I'm not going to hold you very long today. But look at uh, the word of the Lord in the book of uh, St. John. St. John, the uh, eighth chapter. Jesus is speaking there to a crowd. And, and he's on the same subject that I am, I'm on about this father thing. Amen. And, and don't you all ever dare call Jesus daddy. And, and if you hear anybody praying and saying that stuff all on Facebook, daddy, God, we thank you. Just just read it and go on. You know the truth. And don't don't let them lead you that way to refer to God as daddy God. No, he's our father. Jesus, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Pray that way. Don't don't pray that a, a, a worldly, crazy type prayer. Okay, we know the truth. Jesus said, you're going to know the truth, and it's going to do what? It's going to set you free. Thank God we've been free today. In St. John, the eighth chapter, looking at verse number, uh, let's see, let's go. St. John, eighth chapter. Let's look at verse 40, 42. That'll do it. Verse 42. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, we're talking about father now, if God were your father, you would love me. Isn't that something? Jesus said, if God were your father, you would love me. So if, if you say God is our father, you would love Jesus. And that's why oftentimes I say, I thank God for Jesus. I, I, I do today. I thank God for Jesus. Because if God were your father, Jesus said, you would love me. No way in the world you can own the father and, and not acknowledge 
his son. I thank God for Jesus. So Jesus said, uh, if you if you were of God, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came out of myself, but he sent me. Now look at verse 43. Why do you not understand my speech? Why you don't understand that, 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 that if you were of God, you would really appreciate Jesus? Because God sent Jesus. He sent him. And if you were of God, you would appreciate that. And Jesus said, why do you not understand my speech? Here it is. Even because you cannot hear my words, you can't hear my saying, you don't understand my saying, you can't hear what I'm saying, that's why you don't understand my speech. And verse 44 brings it out best. the best way that, that I know to bring it out is like God bring it out. Here it is. He said, you are of your father, the devil. So everybody is not a child of God. Jesus reproved these folk, and therefore he told them, you are of your father, the devil. God is not your father. You are not a child of God. Everybody is not a child of God. Yes, God created you, but you are not his child. You belong to the devil. You belong to the devil. And so these people here, this crowd here, they had this illegitimate claim that, that, that God was their father. You know, that's an Ill, illegitimate claim you have here, my brother. He's not your father. You got it all wrong. You got your fathers mixed up. Your father is the devil. Jesus said, you of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he abode not in the truth. Because uh, because there is no truth in him, and when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. That Jesus have come out just as plain. Now, if everybody preached this, there would be no misunderstanding about it, are all we, all of us, are, are, are a child of God or not. But but if you want to be, you want to be nice. We all God's children. God loves us all. Yes, he's our father. No, he's not. No, he's not. Amen. No, he's not. Some of us, our father is the devil. And you can tell. Because of the way we conduct ourselves. And the way we carry ourselves. And, 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 and fortify said, and because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. That's what the Lord said. Because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. And verse 46 says, which of you convinced me of sin? And if I, if I say the truth, why don't you not believe me? Pe people just messed up. Nobody, Jesus said, none of y'all convinced me and, and proved that I'm walking in sin, that I'm a sinner and I'm not, and I'm not doing the right thing. Nobody, nobody brought no accusation against me that were true. And he said, and, and why do you not believe me? And verse 47 said, he that is of God, hear hears God's word. There it is. Thank you, Lord. Ye therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Everybody is not a child of God. He that uh, 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 is of God will hear God's word. So if you were of God, that, that, that's a lot going on in this world. If the people, if they were of God, then they would hear God's word. But it's sad today they don't want to hear what God's word has to say about it. They don't tell me that. I don't want to hear about God's word. I don't want that on my mind. I don't want that in my 
conscience, but whether you want it on your mind or in your conscience or not, is here, and you're going to be unexcusable when we stand before God Almighty. Amen. Can you say amen, somebody? Whether you know it or hear it or want to hear it, accept it or not, is in the world, and nobody will have an excuse. When we stand before God on that day, God said, you're unexcusable, old man. You're unexcusable. Well, Lord, I didn't know. You should have known because it was in the book. And I, and I gave you my word. And I set up shepherds who would teach the truth. And if you don't know it, it's your own fault. We sang a song a long time ago. If I die and my soul be lost, ain't nobody fault but mine. There's no excuse now. You better be trying to find the truth. The Bible says seek the truth. If you're not a seeker of truth, if you, you be lost, it's your fault. Can, how can you know that you are a child of God? Because Jesus said he that is of God will hear God's word. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Can somebody say amen up in here? Amen. Praise God. That illegitimate claim that we all are God's children, that will not work. That's not going to go. It ain't going to ride. That ship won't sail. Somebody say that dog won't hunt. Amen. It will not hunt. Amen. We're all not God's children. But I thank God today for you all, you that are listening. We're all God's children. You know you're God's child because, amen, we can hear God. And I thank God today for Jesus, and I thank God for hearing God. Now, my last scripture, I'm going to let you go. In the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, this is going to bring, bring it out real plain, real plain. How can you know that you are a child of God? We are not all God's children. No, we're not. Romans, the eighth chapter. Romans, the eighth chapter. And, and looking at verse number 12, and we're going to read down to verse number 18. We'll back up to verse number 9 later. All right, Romans, the eighth chapter, verse number 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors. Not to the flesh to live after the flesh. God said, listen to what the word said. We are debtors not to, not, 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 not to live uh, of the flesh. Not after the flesh to live after the flesh. Verse 13 said, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. There it is, just a plain. If we live according to the flesh, if we live this lifestyle of the flesh, to live the life of the world, the Lord said, we're going to die. And that's the truth. That's a, that's, a, that's a fact of the matter. If we live that way, we're going to die. I think, I don't know about you, but I don't want to die. I don't want to perish. Just die means perish, not just, just die, die. But it means to perish. If you live out of the flesh, you shall perish. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. And this is what we all want to be. I want to live. Somebody say, I want to live. And this word live means uh, have eternal life. Not just living in this world, but eternally and perishing. I think, Lord, I want to live. Somebody say, Lord, I want to live. I want eternal life. Amen. Been in this old mean world so long. It's hard out here. Amen. I want to live. I want eternal life. I want to see Jesus, and I want to see him for myself. I want to see him face to face. I want to be with him. I want to live. Amen. Because that's what I want. And God said we can have it. Verse 14 said, but as many as are led, led 
by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. How can you know that you are a child of God? Because the Scripture said, for as many are led by the Spirit. Somebody said, Lord, lead me. Lead me, Lord. Amen. I need it. How can you know you are a child of God? Because you led by God. No, oh, they, they, they are, the many as are, are led by the Spirit of God. They are. God says, they, somebody said, they are. And that means I am. I don't know about you. If that, well, that means they are, that means I am. Amen. I am the sons of, uh, son of God. You are daughters of God. And verse 15 says, for ye have not received the Spirit's abundance again. To fear, I thank God. You have not received the spirit abundant. I'm free. I'm, I'm not on abundance. We are free today. He whom the Son set free is free indeed. I thank God. I'm free. There's no chain holding me. I'm free to serve God. I'm free to praise God. I'm free to live for God. I'm not on abundance. But the people that are in the world, they are unabundant. You are obligated to sin. You are obligated to drink. You are obligated to smoke. You are obligated to do the things of the world. You got to do it because you are in bondage. But I thank God we're not in bondage. So when you see them doing what they're doing, they're doing it because they got to do it. Y'all listening to me. They're doing it because they got to do it. The devil insists that they do it. You got to do it because you are in bondage. And bondage means slavery. You enslaved to the devil. We're not in slavery. We don't have to do that. Listen to what the word said, the language of the text. He said, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again, the fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Thank God for being adopted into the family of God. You receive the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Father, somebody said, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. Amen. We receive the spirit of adoption. Thank God for the spirit of adoption. Hallelujah. We've been adopted to the family of God. I can truly say, I am a child of God. I thank God. Somebody said, I am a child of God. I receive the spirit of adoption. Amen. When I receive my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, into my life, amen, I became a child of God right then, right on the spot, that very moment when I said, Lord, I receive you. Lord, I receive you. I became a child. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you, and I became a child of God. Listen what he said. Amen. We receive the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And verse 16 said, the spirit itself bears witness. Y'all see it? The spirit bears witness with our spirit. The spirit of God bears witness with my spirit that we are the children of God. Somebody said, thank you, Lord, right there. Hallelujah. The spirit of God bear witness with my spirit that I am a child of God. God told me I was his child. Yeah, he told me that. He told you that. Somebody said, well, where he told you that at? All right. He told you that at verse number nine. Now we got to back up to verse number nine. Check it out in verse number nine. We're going to come back. Verse number nine said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. 
And if so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So the Spirit bear witness with my spirit that we are the children of God. So the Spirit, if you have the Spirit of Christ in you, the Spirit of God bear witness with my spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. Thank God. Isn't it good to be a child of the King? I thank God we're King kids today. I'm a child of the King, and so are you. We are God's children. So the spirit bear witness with my spirit that we are the children of God. There it is. Amen. And not, not only that, let's go a little bit further. Verse 17, got some goodies there. And if children, so the spirit bear witness that you are the children of God. And then he said, now, if children, somebody said, if children. Now, if you are the children of God, which the word bear witness that you are children of God. There's something in here for you. Now, if you're the children of God, then you're heirs of God. Are y'all looking at me? If you're a children of God, then you are heir. In other words, being an heir, you are, you are entitled to some benefits that's in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're entitled to some things being some heir. Uh -huh. See, that means whatever the king has is yours. Yes. You need healing, you can get it. You need deliverance, you can get it. You need a financial blessing, you can get it. Why? Because I am an heir of God. And then he goes on and says, not only are we heirs of God, but he said, but we are joint heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, he said, if children, and I know we're his children, then you're heirs. So, you know how, how this thing works, heirs? If mom and dad die, they got a home, then you, you, you the children, then the house go to you. If, if you, if you, if you're heir, if mom and dad got a little money in the bank and the Lord called them home and you an heir, guess what? The little money in the bank go to you because you're the children. It don't go to the state. It go to the children. So everything my heavenly father owns, everything he has, I, I can, I can get a hold of some of it. Why? Because I'm his child. I don't see no reason why somebody that's an heir of God walking around like they don't have nobody that got anything. Uh-oh, I'm saying something now. Ain't no way in the world my daddy going to have a lot of money and I'm going to walk around here with no shoes on my feet. Y'all listen to me? Am I making sense to anybody? Ain't no way in the world my daddy got a pocket full of money and there ain't no food in the refrigerator. They don't work like that. Because he said, if you, if, you are, if you are children, then you are heirs, and not only heirs, but joint heirs with Christ. Sometimes we got to realize who we really are. Amen. Don't let the devil downplay it. Don't let him fool you. If God got it, you can get it. And, and I heard him saying in the word, the cattle on a thousand hills are mine. He said, the silver and the gold is mine. Amen. Amen. And you know the way things going right now, we're going to have to talk to him about that. Because we're going to need some, y'all. Can you say amen? Light bill going up. I don't know y'all got y'all. You too. I got mine. And man, it's a double. My goodness. So, so I'm going to have to talk to him about that. So, Lord, I need a little bit more money. These folk gone crazy down here on earth. <laughs> they go, they lost their mind. They know all that we can't afford all that. 
So we got to talk to our father. So he's going to have to bless us a little, a little bit more so we'll be able to stand it. Am I making sense somebody? So he said, if children, then you heirs, and then join heirs with Christ. And if so be that we, we suffer with him, we shall also be glorified with him. Amen, somebody. How can we know? We know that we are a child of God because the spirit of God in us agree with the spirit of God agrees with the spirit that's in us that we are the children of God. So we know. We know. I thank God. So nobody should leave here today in doubt whether or not they are a child of God. Because the Spirit of God dwells in us, and the Spirit of God dwells in us, connect with our spirit that we are children of God. I am his child. Thank God. I'm proud. I'm proud today. I'm proud today to know that I am a child. I would want to be in no other family. No other family but the family of God. Give the Lord a hand, praise. We thank you for the day. May God bless you. May God continue to rest upon you. Amen. In these last and these days. All right. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love. <laughs>